Welcome to the Trichotillomania Help Podcast. I'm your host Marnella. I suffered from trichotillomania and with this podcast I want to give you help and information to overcome trichotillomania. All I want is that you can control your urges to pull and that you become the best version of yourself to reach your full potential. In this episode I will answer a question that I at least have once a week. Can a baby get trichotillomania? The short answer is yes. A baby can get trichotillomania and pull hair a minute after it's born. However, it's not very common. Most of us develop trichotillomania during our teenage years. The reasoning behind this is very simple. As teens, we are still developing our brains and therefore we are more vulnerable to stress. We perceive stress as more dangerous Largely because our survival brain is more developed than our rational brain. And excessive emotions combined with our genetical vulnerability results in trichotillomania. Of course, this is just talking in general. There are thousands of ways to develop trichotillomania. Stressful events can occur in any phase of your life. And as long as you have the genetic factors, you could develop trichotillomania at any moment. So why can a baby get trichotillomania? Even before a baby is born, it already has the genetical code that allows it to develop trichotillomania. However, the genetic code alone isn't enough to start your pulling. It requires a key to start the engine. And this key is excessive emotion. Think about excessive stress, boredom, anxiety, etc. A baby can receive excessive emotions just like we do. Of course, it won't get stressed by deadlines or a breakup. However, if the birth was stressful or there's environmental stress, the child can get overwhelmed and thus develop trichotillomania. There are cases where babies immediately after birth begin to pull their hair. If this is happening to your baby, what can you do about it? For a child, most of the pulling occurs in the motor domain. This means largely unconscious pulling. As the baby is too young to raise awareness or work on cognitive behavioral changes, it will rely on two treatments, interventions and environmental hygiene. With the interventions, you should focus on everything the baby can feel, touch or smell. In this early stage, these basic instincts are very strong as the child is developing the more advanced ones like cognitive development. Your baby can feel hairs and their fingers are very sensitive. Try to cover up their hair with a beanie or try little gloves to prevent touching. We don't want to stimulate the feeling of relief when they touch their hair. It might look innocent at first. However, by allowing these actions, you enforce the pulling for relief and satisfaction. When your child gets older, all this pulling has compounded and can make recovery very difficult. You can also try to oil the hair with argan oil, for example, to make it less attractive. Be creative with your solutions and try to think of the accessibility of your interventions. 
Most of you are already working on interventions, but there is an aspect of trichotillomania that is often looked over. I'm talking about environmental hygiene. And no, this doesn't mean washing your hands. It's more about the social environment. What does the living space of your baby look like? Does it get enough rest? Is there too much noise? Are people shouting? Is the dog barking? Is the room smelly? Are the sleeping and eating routines regular? The goal is to make the environment and lifestyle surrounding your baby as optimal as possible. Trichotillomania feeds on stress and anxiety, and therefore it's crucial to starve trichotillomania by reducing these factors to an absolute minimum. There's one more important factor in optimizing the environment for your baby. Be as critical as possible and don't use your own thinking as the yardstick. If you don't have trichotillomania, then you don't know what it's like. What might seem innocent and not a nuisance to you might be very frustrating for someone with trichotillomania. Trichotillomania is not a condition where you pull your hair out. That's an oversimplification that misses a large part of the problem. Trichotillomania is the inability to deal with emotions and using hair pulling as a coping mechanism to get temporary relief or satisfaction. People who suffer from trick are biologically and genetically more sensitive to emotions. Our perceptions are different and therefore it's crucial to be very critical when you are assessing the environment of your baby. What might seem like nothing to you can be a massive incentive to pull for your child. Besides preventing stress and anxiety, make sure you also implement relaxation activities for your baby. Sing or listen to relaxing music with your baby. Look for signs of whether the child appreciates it. Take your baby for a walk in the fresh air or play together indoors. With every activity that you engage in, try to confirm whether it's beneficial for the child. What you might like can be an absolute horror to the baby. I know, it's a very challenging task. Trichotillomania is one of the most complex disorders out there because it's highly personal and there are thousands of ways to develop it. Preventing the pulling and making the life of your baby as stress-free as possible are two of the key ingredients. When your child becomes older, it's important to work on awareness and thinking positively. Even if the pulling is highly reduced by the interventions, your child still has the genes and it can become worse at a later stage in life. My biggest lesson with trichotillomania is the realization that my lifestyle and mindset play the most important role in managing trichotillomania. Life will throw challenges on your path and you can't prevent everything. Working on active stress management through cognitive behavioral exercises, affirmations, journaling, breathing, and maintaining a healthy lifestyle has been vital. Many tricksters are looking for an easy solution that wonder medicine or treatment will do all the work. But guess what? It doesn't exist. You have to become the best version of yourself to be able to manage trichotillomania. And that is also the case for your small, cute baby. Maybe not today or tomorrow, 
But before you know it, they will be affected by challenges. Stimulate a healthy lifestyle and teach them the principles of thinking positively and active stress management. These will be the most important gifts your child will ever receive, besides your endless love. One last tip I want to give parents that have a child with trick. It can be very challenging for you, because the things that you can do are limited. When a child is old enough, they will have to do the work. No one can do it for us. We, who suffer from trick, are the only ones that can manage the condition. But don't let that lack of immediate impact be a reason to get frustrated or to focus on the hairs that you will find on the ground. What we need most from our parents is love and understanding. Trichotillomania is chronic and relapses are normal. Be the shoulder your child can lean on instead of the judge who will point out the obvious. It might sound harsh, but I know how important this is. I didn't have the right support, or any support for that matter, from my parents, and that cost me many years and a lot of hair. You can be the beacon in your baby and child's life by supporting them and learning essential skills like stress management and positive thinking, you can make a massive difference in their journey to manage trichotillomania. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're looking for more practical content to help understand trichotillomania and build the right treatment plan, please take a look at my course. It's live and full of valuable exercises and information. Is the course out of your budget range for now? You can also get my workbook. Just go to my website and click on shop. By the way, the workbook is included in the course for free. See you in the next episode.